Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our season two of the podcast. And in this season, we are talking all things sharing Jesus confidently. And during this season, we've had a number of different guests joining us to discuss what that looks like in their lives, testimony of what God has done in and through them, and how we can apply that to our everyday life. And today in the podcast, we have none other than the special guest, the favorite (laughs) with me today, Pastor Ben Fitzgerald. Welcome back. It's so good to be with you. Oh, thank you. It's so good to have you here. Yes. Now, listen, we've been talking all things that have been happening with you in your ministry through Awakening. Um, I'm excited about what's happening at Space. Everything that's happening in the business space, the outreach events, in the stadiums, but also on the street and the training that you're doing with all the different people that uh, you're gathering together. Uh, I got really excited. I've actually never been to Europe, but after hearing about it, (laughs) I am so looking forward to getting my feet on the ground there. Yes. Tell us some of the, the amazing things that are happening there. Well, I think we've entered a new season. Come on. I think that, you know, this last season, I don't even like using the word anymore, but everyone knows what season it was. Yeah. But this last season where everything was sort of slowing down, mm. I feel like the Holy Spirit was picking things up like a gentle breeze, not like a mighty rushing wind this time, yep. but like a gentle breeze that turns into a rushing wind. Yeah, and that's on. what we saw last six months were like, it's starting to slowly pick up again. Everybody's yep. starting to get hungry and pray more and... And then all of a sudden, we did this big event in Rotterdam that we planned years ago called the Callback. And we were calling back people to Europe who had European roots. So, for example, if your grandma was the first Christian in your family, then, you know, she helped lead your mom to God and then you to God. We were like, come back to Europe. Now Europe's like a desolate land. Wow. We need people here now to preach the gospel and come back, pour fire into the European local church, encourage them, lift the sails a bit, you know. Come on. And so we called back these countries. Over 60 countries came. Wow. And they came full of hunger. I mean, we've never had an awakening like this. I, I talked to you a bit off camera about like what I felt, the two words in my spirit, uh, what would go around in my mind when I think about how, what God did was force multiplication where come God on. just took over and multiplied the gospel through people quickly. Yep. So if somebody came to that event, came to that Ooh. stadium where they were maybe a little bit sort of quieter in their spirit, you know, or not like postured to win souls, yep. they just were like, hey, do you want to come with us? And they're like, yeah. People were just saying yes, yep. and and they were hitting the streets, and I mean, baptizing people in the canals of the Netherlands, and Come all their on. cities, you know, are filled with canals, and yep. we get all these pictures, testimonies, videos of people like, hey, we met this guy in the street, we prayed for him, we cast a demon out of him, now he's been baptized right now in the middle of the city. I mean, where people are walking around their phones, business suits on, wow. and they're baptizing people, Come and no on. one told them to do that. We didn't say, hey, when you get out there, instruct people to baptize. It yep. was just the multiplication of God's spirit and hunger yes. in people. And I think the longing also is like, we were kind of quiet for a few years. The longing is like, we need, Christians are born. We are born to do something with the God who lives inside of us. So we saw people just come straight back alive, like that gentle wind turned into a mighty rushing wind. And so in the last few months, we've seen over 2,400 people born again. And uh, that's miraculous in Europe, you know, and so many decisions for the Lord. But the best thing, in my opinion, was that these church leaders and these kind of guys who are overseeing people like the Reformed Brethren, like they'd have 400 Mm -hmm. churches under them. These church leaders all came together, 700 of them in Europe. Wow. For the sake of the harvest. Come on. And it wasn't like they laid down their egos and their logos. It was all for the sake of, okay, we've come out of this hard season. Now the harvest is ripe in Europe. We must go for it now. And people are open. And so, yeah, we're just seeing tremendous things happening. Isn't it amazing? I don't want to gloss over that because that seems like we we went past that really quickly. But that... 
you were saying before that the the European church, mm-hmm. the average size of a European church is yeah. around 40 people. 40, 50, yeah, something like that. So we're, we're talking yeah. mass scale. Like yes. that, that reminds me of like Acts chapter 8. That <laughs> reminds me of, yeah. of the day of Pentecost from 120 to 3,000. Yes. And, you know, the Bible says in the Gospels, in, yeah. in the book of Acts, it says that the word of God spread rapidly. That's right. Yeah. And his church grew rapidly as a result. Yes. Um, yeah. Some of those things with, with, with seeing that many people come to Christ. Like yeah. what where where to from here for them? Yeah. Where to from here for the European church? Well we have a really like we put a lot of effort into the pre. Mm-hmm. So we're we're putting a lot of effort into training churches locally, yeah. getting around people that are strong in discipleship, not just in evangelism and Come on. kind of I want people to catch fire, not just for principles, but mm-hmm. you know, you can teach someone like here's how a boat works, here's how you drive a boat. But what I want the person really to do is catch a heart and a longing for the open ocean. Yes. And you know, and that's the, the same with discipleship. It's not like you've got a disciple, you have to preach, you have to evangelize. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is a human life, a human heart. It's yeah. the same thing as you. It's the same, it's your salvation just yep. in someone else's future yeah you know it's what god has done through you so we had a lot of people try and teach the churches that Mm -hmm. um, prepare the churches prepare believers and also when we do altar calls and when we go to the streets for Mm -hmm. example um, we don't just get their name and stuff we actually always usually bring people with them Mm -hmm. who brought those people because they're the best key in their life yep and so from here what we want to see happen is those people get discipled well And then that same, again, force multiplication. Like, hey, you just got saved. Go tell people about Jesus. Come on. And uh, and also a cultural shift in the way the church operates. Mm-hmm. That all of us can be preachers of the gospel. It's not for evangelists. Yep. And we are really seeing that in Europe right now. Yeah, come on. Uh, I lead a local church back in Germany. And um, and being a pastor sort of slash evangelist, yep. uh, you know, you, you have like your mind on different things, not just on the streets and seeing people saved. Yep. But you have your mind on seeing people healthy and grow and all that kind of stuff. But I can tell you in the German church where we live in Germany, yeah. I've never seen in, in the last six years the kind of hunger for soul winning that's it's coming amazing. alive inside people. And that's what I hope spreads all over Europe. Yeah. yeah. Come on. I really feel like that's that in this season coming out of the season that we have been in. Yeah. There, there is such a, such a longing in people's hearts. Yeah. And because we, as men, fishers of men, we have not been able to go fishing. Not as much. Yeah. It, it's like yeah. now take out the drop nets. Yes. The big ones. Let's bring in yes. the harvest. Yeah, amen. And that really excites me because I, I feel like revival is stirring in yeah. God's church. Yeah. There's a hunger for it. Yes. And there's a hunger for people to encounter the living God, not a yes. religious God, which for Europe, yeah. that's that's huge. Yes. Because they are there there is a very predominant religious background. Totally, totally. But yeah. but not living in the freedom of the relationship with Jesus. Yes. And so, yeah, that's amazing. I think the um, it highlighted before evangelism is 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 the beginning of discipleship. So yes. when people think discipleship, they often think post Christ. Correct. Made a decision. Now we do discipleship. Yeah, you can't disciple someone who's not saved. Exactly right. So <laughs> discipleship is yeah. from pre Christ yeah. to full maturity. Correct. Yes. And and that's a that's a big mind switch yes. flick in 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 the Western church, I believe. Yeah. Because they've like, no, no, you, you do this because you're the evangelist. So you do the pre-Christ stuff. Yeah. We'll look after the post-Christ, the discipleship yeah. part of things. Yeah. But you're on the money. Well, we all need each other. And that's yep. why we have different graces in the family. Mm-hmm. But it blends together, doesn't it? It's yeah. not like the, the issue that I think happens often is we make it like 
two different tables. Mm. You're in the table of where you, you get somebody saved and then they, they've met God. And now we move them into another kind of Christ. It's, yep. it's the same table. Yep. It's just you're all sitting there in the community of yep. God. You're all bringing the different strengths to people who are there. Come on. And when you're in that kind of flow with mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit and a church is in that flow, people pick it up more than you talk about it even. That's it. You know, they kind of just grab it. And that's what I was saying, like force multiplication. Yep. God is multiplying people right now in Europe. Yeah. And, and young guys are saying, oh, well, they hired a stadium. It was full. We can do it. Yeah. It's literally a call I had like two weeks ago. Come on. I'm like, that's crazy. These guys are now going to jump they're gonna you know, get head it. first. Yep. And, uh, and they're going to go full of faith and, and trying to unify the, the family on. of God. So, so good. I think that there's something special in this hour of us catching things yep. and trying new things. We need to mm. know God's spirit inside of us is a pioneering spirit. Yep. It's not a sit back, wait. It's always a red light spirit. Come it's a green light, green light till it's red. Yep, come on. Yep. Perfect. So good. Now, listen, you were telling me a story just before about a woman uh, who came out of <laughs> yeah. the awakening event. Yeah. I want you to recap that because that's a beautiful story because this yeah. is where I see it. We talked all things around evangelism is, yeah. is, is the beginning. But the full process is discipleship. Yes. And, you know, it's not just the evangelist looks after the salvation. Yeah. And the pastor looks after the the, the discipleship process. <laughs> yeah. Water baptism example would fit into that category as a post-Christ sure, thing. Sure, sure, sure. But tell us yeah. a little bit about the story from Awakening. Well, she was uh, the one on the street, yeah. I think you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was She was 45-ish. Anyway, one of our guys was out there and, you know, he's on the street. Actually, heaps of people were out there, hundreds of people. But... Um, this guy happened to talk to this lady and he said, God loves you. And, you know, God has a plan for your life. And she was like, oh, thank you. You know, and she kind of was polite, I guess, but she didn't like it really. And she's like, thank you so much. I have to go to work. And she, this is in the city. You have to understand like picture city center mm-hmm. and a lot of people, you know, and so quick movements, like you got to get yep. to your next thing. And anyway, long story short, she comes back 30 minutes later. And it's just like God sovereignly was... I, I believe we're in a season. Honestly, I believe this. It's hard to say this because people, the answer in our head is like the gospel's always been the same. God's always been mighty to save. I believe that. Yep. But I do believe in the, the compounding of prayer and, uh-huh. and that, that stuff can be released quicker and, yep. and, and, and momentum. I believe in that. And, and I believe we're in a season where God is kind of quickly, sovereignly answering prayers and saving a lot of people. Yes. So she comes back 30 minutes later and she's like, actually, I do need God in my life. Yeah. Like what? That's the for a person on the street. You're not even an evangelist. Yep. You're just, just a person who's trying to love someone through Jesus. Yeah. You're like, really? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, almost surprised like, by the yes. Yeah. And she wasn't like a. She's just a normal lady. Yeah. And she goes, yes, I need the Lord. And so her and him and that this other girl who were preaching to her uh-huh. knew what to do. They said, well, if you receive Jesus, you should be baptized. Do you want to be baptized right now? Here's a canal. Yeah. In the city, you know, and she's Come got on. her normal clothes on, and um, and she's like, yes. Yeah, and she, I've got the photos wow. of it on my phone. She got baptized. She asked us, you know, she knew that because she saw a couple of people had cameras. She's like, I don't want anybody to post uh-huh, this, uh-huh. but and which we didn't. But she anyway, she had this profound experience with the Lord. They baptize her, they bring her out of the water, and the best part about it is this: the local church person who helped lead her to Jesus, this guy and this girl, they go to a local church right around the corner. Wow! They baptized her. Then they said, Hey, you want to come to church with us? That's amazing. It's just so profoundly powerful. I got a text the other day, a similar thing from a pastor in Netherlands. He said, hey, this guy that we baptized, and I remembered him, I baptized Uh him uh in the big event. Outside the back, we had baptism tanks. And uh, he came to the church because he saw a Jesus t-shirt in McDonald's on one of the people who was attending. And he asked, who's that on the back of your t-shirt? Wow. Jesus, it's Jesus. I'm wearing the t-shirt right now, actually. Come on. Right in the back. I'll show you. Come on. Just so you can all see. There we go. That face. Come on. That Jesus right there. Wow. Someone saw that in McDonald's and that was enough of a 
of an evangelism sign for them. Come on. And they said, "What? who's that on the back of your T-shirt? They said, well, it's Jesus, but it's not religious stuff. It's not dead religious, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. They come said, on. you should come to this stadium. They came. They received the Lord. Baptized. I got a picture just two weeks ago from the pastor. He goes, that guy's in my church. I love that. You know, so the whole process of, of winning somebody to God, it's not just a decision. Yeah. It, it's invite them into your world. Yeah. It's like, get to know this person. It could become yep. your best friend. Yeah, I yeah. just married Pastor Sheree. I just married one of my team members. I married her in Italy yeah. to her husband, who she preached the gospel to on the wow. street a year ago. Wow. Led him to the Lord. <laughs> And now he's saved, and now she married him. That's amazing. So some of you out there are waiting for your husband, waiting for your wife. <laughs> he might be on a street corner somewhere. Go find him. Having a cigarette now, and he'll be out there preaching a year from yeah, now. You know? Go on. So, yeah, I love the process. I think yes. it's something we should adopt more. It's so beautiful. And they shouldn't be separated. Yeah. It should be like we do this as a whole family. Yep. From zero to up, we grow people. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's just profound what's happening right now. But I believe it's going to happen right here in Australia in the Come same on. way. Come on, let the hunger stir. Yes. There's such a hunger. Um, I, I'm super excited just to, to um, I guess, tap into some of these stories because these are the things that challenge, inspire, provoke, yeah. and encourage people to step out in places that yes. they've never done before. Yes. And um, I, I know for, for myself personally, those moments are the moments I grow the most. They're the place yeah. in which everything changes on the inside of me. All fear is confronted. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the challenges of like, yeah. am I going to get it right? Am I going to mess it up? Do I know enough? It just it all comes yeah. to the forefront. Yeah, yeah. But it's such a pure and simple gospel. Oh, it's easy. It is so yeah. easy. Yeah. And, you know, discipleship for me is, I shared this with some of our team earlier, discipleship for me and evangelism are packaged together. Yeah. Um, a, a guy is doing um, a college course at the moment over in the States, CFAN. Okay. Had a conversation around some things around, you know, relationship evangelism and the different types and styles and methods. Yeah. And I had this conversation. He was like, you know, Shri, obviously you've got this great area of like relational evangelism. Yeah. I could be witnessing to someone for six, seven, eight years and they yes. still haven't made a decision. Yes. But their discipleship journey is far greater than some Christians I know as far as their understanding of the Word of God. Yes. Their understanding of the gifts of the Spirit, yes. how the Holy Spirit wants to work in their life. Yep. All of these things. And and what I find so beautiful about it is, is that God's actually more interested in the person coming on the journey than they are the yes. Well, the so, yes is a moment, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. But the I do has to be I do again. Yes. Kind of deal. Yep. You can't get resaved. Yep. But the thing is, you got to be I do, and I I do follow Jesus a year from now. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. got to be both. Yeah. It can't be I one or the other. Love it. But what I won't won't I, I would say to encourage people is what we can never do is discount one or the other. They've, in the isn't it weird in the body of Christ those two realities of discipleship. Mm -hmm. And then evangelism have kind of competed. Yeah. And it's kind of strange. Like it should be a compliment, not a competition. Yes. And so um, I think sometimes people are like, hey, they have to be fully discipled. Yeah, that's the outcome. Or they have to be like make a decision right now. Yeah. What if they don't make a decision now? Yeah. What if they just come to your house and visit your church once exactly. every three weeks yep. or three months? Uh -huh. That's the process you're talking about. That's it. So come they're, they're complementary. Yeah. Yes. Come on. Yeah. So beautiful. I love it because I think in that space, God does his best work. Sometimes he can do an overnight work. Yeah. Sometimes it's a slow process. Yes. And sometimes it's a matter of just staying the journey with somebody. Yes. And they're the sweetest moments when you see people yeah. who you know have done the journey yeah. for eight years. Like your mum was probably praying for you for, for way longer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right? But when they've done 
done the journey. Yeah. They see the background work of the Holy Spirit. So some yeah. of us are there to plant. Some of us is there to water. That's right. Some of us are there to harvest. That's right. And and sometimes the planting is really quickly. Yeah. But sometimes I'm looking after the plant. It takes to some bring time. it through. My mom know? actually, when I received the Lord, I, I never really say this because I don't want to embarrass myself, honestly. But yeah. she was like, I told her, Mom, I, I received Jesus. And she goes, how do you know? Like, she really questioned me. <laughs> she drilled me like, how do you know? What did he sound like? You know, yeah. she's like, she goes, Ben, you have to leave sin. It doesn't yeah. mean you can pray a prayer and you got to leave sin. She really drilled me because yes. she had this history of prayer. Yep. So she wasn't just happy with me going, yep. yeah, I received the Lord. Yeah, yeah. She wanted me to fully give my life. Next and, and that's what a good mom does. Yeah, and that's what anybody beautiful. who's a, a soul winner or someone who has a passion for people to meet Jesus, yep. they don't want them to meet Jesus once. Yeah. They want yep. them to stay with Jesus for all Every eternity. Every day. Yeah, yes. that's it. Come yeah. on. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast I and love it. enjoying us here. We're, yes. we're joining us here. We're so excited yes. about what God's doing in your life, through your life, it's a joy, and yeah. excited to see what comes in the next part and stages Amen. of Europe. There's so much more. Amen. So can yeah. I pray for you? I would love that. Awesome. Praise so God, God, I just thank you right now for you, Pastor Ben. I thank you for his ministry. I thank you, God, for yes. the church that he's leading in Germany. Yeah. I thank you, Lord, for the leaders that he is raising and leading. Lord yes. God, that he has a heart for the lost, but he has a heart to raise sons and daughters. He has a yes, heart Lord. to raise mighty men and women of God. And yes, I pray Lord. that in this next season for Europe, that God, there would be a catalytic shift take place in Europe, yes, that Lord. we would see thousands upon thousands upon thousands yes. come to know Jesus, yes. come to step yes, into Lord. a, a relationship with the living God that would transform Europe, that God, what started in Europe back in the day, Lord Praise God, would be resurrected, a faith and an expectation Praise that Jesus, you, you are who you say you are. You are still changing and transforming cities. Yes. And God, that in that those nations of Europe, there would be a revival yes, breakout. Father. I thank you, God, that the awakening is just yes, the beginning of awakening yes, your church, awakening the people yes, to the purposes and plans of God. And that that which you have purposed and planned for Europe, for a revival to break yes. out in that space where a renewed people would come to life in Christ and they would step in to the fullness of what you have, that God, there'd be great rejoicing yes, in Jesus. those cities, yes. great rejoicing in those nations. Yes, God, we God. pray for presidents. We pray for leaders in yes. those nations. Lord, let there be a turnaround and yes, a coming Father. to Christ. Let there be a Praise. shift in the mighty name of Jesus in those nations. And God, I pray for Ben as he ministers. Yeah. Holy Spirit, be his strength, be his grace, yes, be all that he needs. And that as he leads in this time, that God, even though he's here and he's, he's, there's a break happening, but Lord, there's 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 a ministry exp expression happening. Yes, I Lord. pray for a greater anointing, a greater authority, a yes, greater Father. conviction, and a greater awareness thank of your you, presence yeah. and who you are. I thank you for that, which you've thank done, you, which you're doing, but more Praise. of what you're going to do. Lord, let Praise. it unlock in the mighty name of Jesus something yes. phenomenal that our eyes would be absolutely bewildered and absolutely astounded and even perplexed like they were in, in the word of God yes. at the goodness and the grace and the mercy of yes, God at work in people's lives. We love you, Jesus. Thank we adore you. you. And I thank you for all that you're doing yes, in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Oh. <laughs> wow, thank you for joining us for this uh, episode of the podcast. It's an honor. So great. Thank Only you. one I ever took my jacket off in. So. Yeah, come on. Wow. <laughs> so 
Everyone listening today, can I challenge you to find a person to share Jesus with this week and trust that God is actually wanting to use you in that space. I can't wait to hear about the testimonies that come as a result of this particular episode of the podcast. Hit me up on socials, hit Pastor Ben up on socials and let him know what this word has done and what the Holy Spirit has done through it. And until the next episode, why don't you subscribe and share this episode with someone who will be just as encouraged and challenged. Thanks for joining us on the Sharing Jesus Confidently podcast.